0: July 21st, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Kottnor.
1: And I'm Riley Fessler.
0: Our top stories from international outlets this morning. British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak's Conservative Party faced mixed results in recent parliamentary by-elections. While they managed to retain Boris Johnson's former constituency, Uxbridge in South Ruslip, by a narrow margin, they suffered losses in strategically important seats, like Selby and Ainsty in northeast England. The victories and setbacks underscored the challenges facing Sunak, who seeks to reduce high inflation and address the cost-of-living crisis before an upcoming national election. Despite the Conservatives' narrow victory in Uxbridge, they still trail Labour by about 20 points in national polls making it challenging for them to win a fifth consecutive national election. The results also hinted at the potential fragility of Labour's lead in the polls, and a hung parliament seems like a likely outcome. Sunak is expected to reshuffle his senior ministers to build a team for the upcoming election and attempt to rebuild support in traditionally strong conservative areas with economic
1: policies. Muslim-majority nations are expressing outrage at the desecration of a copy of the Qur'an in Sweden, which involved a self-described atheist of Christian origin kicking and standing on the Islamic holy book outside of the Iraqi embassy in Stockholm. Protests are planned in Iran, Iraq, and Lebanon, with some demonstrators demanding diplomatic actions and others engaging in violence against the Swedish embassy in Baghdad. The situation has strained diplomatic relations leading to the expulsion of the Swedish ambassador from Iraq and the summoning of ambassadors from other countries. Protests in various Muslim-majority nations and calls for action have followed the incident, with many considering the desecration as an affront to their religion.
0: Russia continues its campaign to disrupt Ukraine's food shipments by striking granaries in the port city of Odessa for the fourth consecutive night. The missile strike injured two people, and destroyed significant amounts of peas and barley, impacting global food supplies and leading to soaring wheat prices. In response to threats posed by Wagner mercenaries near the Belarus-Poland border, Poland is moving military forces to its eastern border. The CIA director William Burns criticized President Putin's handling of the Wagner mercenary group's mutiny, questioning his judgment and detachment from events. Meanwhile, Russia's disruption of Ukraine's grain exports exacerbates hunger in some countries facing shortages, causing grain prices to rise and creating instability in grain markets and supply. Mariupol State University held a pared-down graduation ceremony due to the city's ravaged state, with many graduates scattered by war around Ukraine and abroad. Erdogan's diplomatic efforts to broker a grain deal with Putin were undercut when Russia pulled out, raising wheat prices and highlighting tensions between Turkey and its NATO allies. The termination of the agreement could have long-term consequences for grain supplies, potentially making the global grain market more vulnerable
1: to supply shocks. Elsewhere, Belgian lawmaker Maria Arena, a member of the European Parliament, has become the fourth current MEP to be involved in the Qatargate corruption scandal. While she hasn't been charged or questioned by Belgian authorities and her parliamentary immunity remains intact, police conducted raids at properties linked to her and her family. The scandal has affected other lawmakers, including former Vice President and Greek MEP Eva Kaili, Belgian MEP Marc Tarabella, and Italian MEP Andrea Cosolino. Who have faced detention and charges arena's close ties to the central suspect pierre antonio panzeri and her connections to the case have drawn scrutiny amid allegations of conflict of interest involving their sons the belgian judge leading the probe has resigned adding further complexity to the situation
0: palestinian leader mahmoud abbas and israeli prime minister benjamin netanyahu are set to travel to Turkey later this month to meet with President Recep Tayyip Erdogan. Abbas will visit on July 25th, and Netanyahu will be received on July 28th. During their meetings, they will discuss Turkey-Palestine relations, the latest development in the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, and other international issues. This will be the first visit by an Israeli Prime Minister to Turkey since 2008. Turkey-Israel relations have seen improvements recently, with high-level visits after years of tension. The upcoming talks come amid heightened tensions in the region, with recent violence, military raids, and attacks on Palestinian villages, including the targeting of the Jenin refugee camp, resulting in casualties and significant destruction.
1: The White House has confirmed that Ukraine is using U.S.-supplied cluster bombs against Russian forces in the country. National Security Spokesman John Kirby acknowledged that the bombs were being used effectively on Russian defensive positions and operations. Cluster bombs, which scatter multiple bomblets, are banned by over 100 states due to the threat to civilians. Despite opposition from some countries like the UK, Canada, New Zealand, and Spain, the U.S. decided to supply the cluster bombs to boost Ukraine's ammunition supplies as the country was running out of ammunition during its summer counteroffensive against Russia. Ukraine has pledged to use the bombs only against concentrations of Russian enemy soldiers. Russia has also used similar cluster bombs in Ukraine, including in civilian areas. The use of cluster bombs remains a controversial and contentious issue in the conflict.
0: In lighter news, a Polish soccer fan broke the Guinness World Record for playing the video game Football Manager continuously for an incredible duration of 453 days and 15 hours, equivalent to 528 years and 137 days in in in-game time. Starting in January 2018, he managed his virtual team through an impressive 25,084 matches, Achieving a remarkable 73% win rate. His most extended period in the game was with an Icelandic team, which he managed from the in game year 2114 to 2434. During this time, he achieved an extraordinary 301 national championships, 677 cups, and won in prestigious competitions like the Champions League, Europa League, and Club World Cup. This accomplishment far surpassed the previous record holder, a German player who played for 81 days and 20 hours, totaling 333 in-game years. That's all the news we have for you this week. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at the DSRnetwork.com members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, along with our sources for today's episode, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.